Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here, and this is the Astrological Winds Channel. I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for pretty much the last week of February. It's the 20th through the 26th, and February, of course, is always a short month. It, as they say in the old days, got robbed a day out of the calendar, and they gave it to August because they wanted to have an extra day of summer, so trying to fool the times, I guess, or something back in the old days. It doesn't really work like that, does it? But uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know, supposedly this is around the time winter's back breaks. We'll see. Um, but anyway, not a real lot to discuss this week. Um, it's mainly what I consider a Mercury week, and it's kind of front-loaded towards the beginning of the week, um, Monday through Wednesday. Um, Mercury is going to make three aspects to planets then, and then make another one on the weekend. And then there's a couple long-term aspects that are kind of frustrating and reflect a lot about what's going on in society that I wanted to talk a little bit about too. But just a little reminder, the Astrological Winds channel is a free service. It's on YouTube every week. So if you do have a YouTube account, become a follower and turn on your notifications and you'll know that it's on. It's also available on all kinds of podcasts. Um, really no need to watch the video. You can really hear it. Um, so just look up the Astrological Winds channel on your favorite podcast. If it's not on that one, try another. It's distributed through Buzzsprout. There's about 20 of them that pick it up. And it is a free service, so if you guys can please pass the link on to somebody else um, when you're done in order to um, repay me for that service. And if you're interested in readings, professional astrology reading services, best way to get me is through my email, M-A-T-T. H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And I'll have some more details on that at the end. I really like to not get too lost on that in the beginning and just get into what's going on. So like I said, it's really a Mercury week. Um, and, you know, a week of where when I see the aspects, there's there's several aspects going on. Um, it's going to sextile Chiron, square Uranus, uh, trine Mars, semi-square Venus, and also Sessi Quadrate series. So, you know, in general, to me, it's a week of connecting with others. And, um, and those connections are going to kind of be like cutting edge. They're going to be stimulating. They're going to bring in new information, some of it positive, some of it negative, kind of working through it. You know, of course, those are always relevant as to how we judge things anyway, but something is positive or negative. But what it does do is make us very active. We like really want to commit to moving forward. And once I again, as I've said, great time to do that because up until April 21st, all the planets are in direct motion right now. So it all starts on Monday, um, today, and that's when Mercury sextiles Chiron. And I think that's the initiator here of this energy. It's the one that's where the mind is kind of curious about things it's gotten exposed to, and it's like wanting to take in more information. And it's that information is also like almost like a healing balm to the mind. It's like giving it some 
some of the answers that it needs. And so there's, there's opportunities out there basically to take in this new information on Monday. And it, and it's, you know, to me, it's like, it's really what is stimulating the rest of the week, this attitude of what, of this curious attitude that wants to learn more. Right. And, and that learning process, cause it's Chiron involved has, does bring some mental healing, intellectual healing, easing of the mind is a good way to say it. But it's interesting because what it brings in very next day, Tuesday is Mercury square Uranus. Now Mercury, you know, when it gets to me in tougher aspects with the long-term planets, the, or the, you know, the planets and the, the outer planets that are moving a lot slower, you know, I, you know, from Saturn on, let's say, I really think, you know, it's not as tough as dealing with, with some of the other planets, Venus or Mars or the sun or moon getting involved with those planets. Somehow Mercury, you know, can still work well. And in this case, with Mercury and squaring Uranus, it's the two planets of the mind. It's the two planets that, you know, the intellect and the mind is stimulated. And, and so like Mercury is kind of like the more mundane mind. It's the things that, you know, it's our communications, our information every day, things like that. Whereas Uranus is the higher vibration of the mind. It's the more intuitive flashes of ingenuity that come in and they can come in as these really intense condensed packages, you know, that are very rapid and can be very acute and you can see them intuitively very clearly, but it's very difficult, especially with the square to get that down into the lower mind without getting like this kind of like jamming feeling like here and, and like it's too fast or it's too much for the mercury part of the mind to grasp the whole idea that rapidly. So that's the issue with mercury square Uranus is there's going to be some ingenious ideas that are going to come from this information we're bringing in from the Mercury Chiron, but it's going to overstimulate us. It's going to get us almost like edgy, nervous, even at times irritated, things moving too fast, you know? So that's the challenge of that is to figure out you know, what we really need to hold on to when we're getting ideas like that, that some of those ideas are brilliant, but we're not able right then to like get through all the details and kind of really unwind it where Mercury has to really sit in and do that. If, if there's just a little too much coming in at once, stimulating. And that can come from conversations with others. That's a lot of times where it does come from when it's Mercury Uranus, where we have these electric conversations with other people that really stimulate us and bring us new ideas or, you know, any other way that information can come in is mercurial too. Like, you know, sitting at the computer, you know, getting some information or bringing in, you know, news or some kind of class or some kind of lecture or something that you saw, you know, in the media 
that brought in or stimulates, but it, but it excites us, you know? So it's not really like, once again, my point is it's not really a negative thing with Mercury. You know, Mercury is, you know, even traditionally was always considered like a neutral, you know, um, planetary energy. And, and so like, it's, you know, when it's getting involved with these other planets, it's, you know, it's still neutral, you know, it's how we're, you know, dealing with that energy that really determines, you know, how we're having it, but it's very overstimulating. And, and, you know, one of the things we can do too, one of the dangers with Mercury, Uranus is to jump to conclusions or, um, speak too quickly, too impulsively, and regret it very quickly because we realize that wasn't really the way we wanted to come across. Or the information is changing so rapidly that it completely, you know, supersedes just momentarily ago what was, you know, your reality. So it's a shifting sands kind of, quickly shifting sands kind of energy. And then Wednesday we get Mercury trining Mars, which is in Mercury sign still of Gemini. So this is really stimulating. And the idea is that at this point, you know, by midweek, we're going to be feeling like, wow, all this energy has really got me going. I am really excited about some of this stuff I've been exposed to, and I am willing to put work into this. A lot of mental work, a lot of drive and motivation to move forward and to organize and get things planned out and actually sit down and roll up your sleeves and start doing that stuff so it's a and having a like really positive attitude about it too and the ability to work in harmony with others who are congruent with the same ideas that you have you know um it's and therefore it's good for you know um things like connecting with the public with people that you know that have those similar ideas it's also good for very innovative planning you know um getting things down getting things together getting together with organizations you know and associations and you know good negotiating skills things like that but it's a very stimulated driven by these new ideas and so then mercury takes a little bit of a break you know before the weekend and so what i'd like to talk to you a little bit about because to me it, it kind of like goes into a little bit of a different zone on the weekend is what is going on on thursday we have two long-term transits going on that are both kind of minor, but they're both very obvious in what's going on in society. And because they involve Jupiter and Saturn, the two societal planets, that's where we're going to see most of this manifestation. We're going to feel it you know, inside and understand it, but like really where we're seeing it is on a bigger level. And the first of those is Saturn is semi-square Chiron. Okay, and so that is feeling like really frustrated and stuck by like the structures of society and where they're at right now. They're like, it's almost like they're falling apart and they're hurting us, but we're not able to do anything about it. We're stuck in certain patterns, certain, certain you know, it can be abstract too. It can be the beliefs and values of society are actually 
what's frustrating the inability to move on or the ability i should say to move on from where we're at so you know there's like this desire to change but there doesn't seem to be any power in being able to do that and it, and it can be very self-defeating you know because it's like you know we're looking within that old structure saturn and the answer is not really there and and every time we think we can maybe adjust something of that old of those old patterns it's just ending up being a frustrating thing and you can just see that in so many of the ways society is going right now you know the the institutions the structures just really not seemingly able to upgrade where they need to be in a modern sense to help you know straighten out some of the issues going on in society and what's interesting is jupiter is opposite palace at the same time and that shows what you know when these two energies combine together jupiter is all about society too and palace is all about our ideas like our and what this is showing actually you know and think about this what is frustrating our ability to change the Saturn semi-square Chiron, what this aspect is saying is it's our ethics, it's our morals, it's our standards that we are still trying to live by old ones and they're not working anymore. And a lot of that has to do with Jupiter is about the ambitions we have and you know the power and growth we want to bring into our lives and you know what the way we go about that is what's creating problems it's not it's going against our own ethics and morals and and we, and, and so that's coming out in society you know it's almost like trying to uh, connect two things that are not able to really connect so it's blocking a lot of the creative ideas that are for the advancement of society that palace can normally bring in palace can be like very like cutting edge about wanting to bring in new ideas that bring equality and more balance and harmony within society but like it's our own ambitions and the way we're used to doing things that are creating this blockage so i think that's something for all of us to contemplate because we're all members of society how are we doing that in our own lives you know like how are we you know somehow still subscribing to an older system even though we want change that you know is somehow inside we know is not morally or ethically aligning with where we're at anymore you know and what are we going to do to change that you know very interesting question so then on the weekend mercury again gets and and venus and series all kind of get together in some little you know configuration going on so mercury semi squares venus now first of all mercury and venus never get far apart from each other as far as from the Earth's perspective, as far as from our astrology, um, you know, the and from a geodetic perspective. So for Mercury, the only tough 
aspect they can really get into with one another is a semi-square. So, you know, so they never can get 90 degrees apart and become a square. So this is really interesting because Mercury semi-square is Venus. It brings a lot of stuff out in relationships. It brings stuff that like, you know, where there was discord, disagreements, things like that. It comes out because Mercury once again can calm the emotions down. It's that cooler intellect, that neutral energy that can sit in the middle of a negotiation and, uh, and keep the, the emotions like at bay so that it can actually come to come some kind of compromise or agreement even if you don't exactly see eye to eye. So that's what that's all about. It's about like being with your loved ones and your friends and having fun you know it's a light-hearted thing but there's also understanding that there is you know some disagreement and discord but we can talk about this and come to some kind of agreement and not get overly emo about it so it's a very and it's really good too for um stimulating yourself like by going out socially having fun um, um go, exposing yourself to art or nature or beautiful places, short recreational trip things, you know, would be advantages. Now, what's interesting is they're both hitting series, which is retrograde. And, you know, all the other planets, regular planets, are direct. But Ceres is one of the asteroids and it main four asteroids, and it is retrograde right now. And it's Venus is opposite Ceres. And Mercury is sesiquadrate series. So what's that showing is that some of the issues that are from that discord and disagreement are probably about getting the things we need. The nurturing on emotional levels, the security on physical levels, and having to make decisions as to within certain relationships about how that's going. And then, you know, having to either talk it out or just being like, okay, this is not working for me anymore. But there's like a lot of blockage in that area right now. And maybe people not living up to our expectations and feeling a little bit crestfallen about that. So very interesting that Sirius is involved in that and shows that that's likely where the crux of the disagreement and discord that Mercury semi-square Venus is bringing in is it's it's related to nurturing and getting the things we need from our loved ones the resources both abstract and physical that we need and like in and having that expectation not met all right well that's gonna do it for this week um next week we're going we you know the the moon cycle will now slip into the following week, which is really nice because I'll be able to do the March monthly um, next week, and then we'll also do the weekly for the last two days of February and the first five days of March. And so, yeah, and there's some, there's a real sweet aspect coming up there. And Mercury is also going to change signs and go into Pisces. So some interesting stuff next week. So, all right, that just about does it. So once again, this is the Astrological Wings channel. I'm Matt Lawton. I've been a professional astrologer for over 20 years. Um, this is a free service that I've been doing on YouTube for a few years now before that did on podcasts. It is still available on podcasts too. So if you're a YouTube person, become a follower, turn on your notifications, you'll know it's on. If you're a podcast person, which is 
actually, to me, just me talking to the camera, there's really no need to watch the video. And podcasts can free you up to, you know, do other things. You can jog, you know, you can be working out, you can be cooking a meal, and, you know, you don't use your vision for something else and be able to listen to this in a more free moment. So, you know, just look it up in your favorite podcast, Buzzsprout, um... Um, puts it out on the Spotify, uh, Apple iPodcasts, Reveal, people like that, pick it up. It's also on Instagram. So if you have Instagram, look up Astrological Winds channel. I post the link there, and I also post additional information during the week a lot of times on certain key days that I think are like, oh, wow, there's a grand chime at the moon. Like, you know, people should know about this. And that's never audio or video. It's just a few sentences, so it doesn't take any time more than to read a little blurb and then also it's on facebook um the link my facebook account is private so you do have to friend me it's matthew with two t's and then lawton l-a-u-t-e-n also so you know pass the link on if you want to give a donation i won't say no to that too of, of a currency um I'm, you know, Venmo, I'm at Matthew-Lawton, you know, the at sign, and once again, Matthew with two T's, capital M, hyphen in the middle, capital L-A-U-T-E-N, um, you know, no amount is too small um, in currency to, to help, and, you know, I really appreciate that, but the best way to help me with that is I'm a professional astrologer, been doing a, um, readings for over 20 years, so get your natal chart done, or if it hasn't been done well, or not, or it's been only done by a machine, you're going to get a lot more out of a professional astrologer doing your chart. It's something that's never going to leave you. It's always with you. It's very much worth the investment. Um, also, every year around your birthday, I highly recommend getting your predictive reading done. It's your own weather forecast for the next year, just like I do each week here, except just for you so that you know the kind of energy that's in your life and it's not like you know there's some answers there and there's times where it's going to move and shift on to something else relationship charts for people who have just met or have been together for a while and you know their relationship want to see where that's going um, um, relocation charts astrocartography um, finding out where your power spots are in the world or different places you might want to move to um, also um, victim star readings if you're looking you know your natal chart well you're looking into deeper soul purpose type stuff highly recommend that if you have a child and you know showing your children's chart helps to figure out how to parent them the best way how to like and know what you know in their first 20 years the major events that are coming in their life, you know, that kind of thing. Um, also, election charts, if you're starting a business, getting married, some important event, it's highly recommended that you can get a chart done so that you start on a day that you know, is the most fortuitous for you. There's no day that's perfect, but you can tip the scales way in your favor. Um, horary too, for people who are you know, have some burning emotional decision or question that they just can't seem to get the answer to. A lot of times we can look into a chart and get that. That's also beginning classes available. They're on Dropbox. They're 25 a class or 20 if you're a student. Um, also available for your group. Mini readings, lectures, question and answer sessions, um, classes, 
um, you know, those kind of things. All of those things. Best way to get me is my email, M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. Or hit me up in the comments. And feel free to comment, too. Um, and thanks for helping spread the blog. It's definitely growing and growing. Really appreciate it. Um, and I uh, will see all you guys next week and we'll see what's going on for March. And like I said, there's a real sweet aspect next week too in the middle of the week. That'll be a real fun one for us. All right. I'll see y'all then.